0: For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. I'd like to tell you a story. It's actually the most important story that has ever been told. I might not be the best storyteller, but it is the best story and some of the details we're going to have to use our imagination because i'm going to talk about some things that are invisible so we can't see them so we're going to use our imagination to help visualize what's going on at the very beginning of time god created he created all of the universe but in the very first moment of time he also created all of the angels I'm not talking about things with wings that have bodies. Angels don't have wings and they don't have bodies. Now, for one reason or another, not all of these angels were very happy about God's plan. One of them in particular was unhappy that he was, didn't get to be like God. And he was really upset that God was going to create humans that would have a special relationship with him and that could actually... These humans could actually come to a higher place in heaven than the angels. This bad angel was called Satan. Satan and the angels that decided to follow him got into this battle with God and his angels. God and his angel, especially St. Michael the archangel, cast that, that angel and his companion angels into this pit that we'll call hell. And just again, for our imagination, it's not that... God actually moved them to a physical place underneath the earth, but we're going to imagine they're underground, okay? And they're in this pit that that is called hell or death. After the angels, God created man, and he had a very special friendship with man. The first man called Adam, and then his wife Eve. He had a very special relationship with them. So God and man were in friendship with each other as they walked the earth. The problem is Satan wasn't just stuck in that hole in the ground. He had the ability to come and to whisper lies into the ears of Adam and Eve. And he convinced Adam and Eve not to trust God anymore and to break a promise that they had made to God. When Adam and Eve did break that promise, the friendship with God was broken and God had to leave them by themselves. And God went up again, not literally, but we'll say he went up in in the sky and there was a separation between man and God for the first time. So we have heaven with God up here. We have man on earth down here and we have Satan and all of his companion evil spirits down in hell down here, okay? You following me, with, following me so far? This is kind of a complicated story. For a long time, because Adam broke his promise with God, he actually was now able to experience death. So when he died, he would have to go into that hole... Again, not literally underneath the ground, but we're imagining because it's hard to imagine these things. He had to go into the ground in death. And every one of his children and their children's children and everyone after them would have to experience pain and death because they broke their friendship with God. Now for all of this time, Satan and his companion spirits, because Adam and Eve had broken their promise evil had power over all of the people walking on earth and these evil spirits would convince people to further break their promises and to hurt their relationship with god even more and so they experience even more suffering because of their own mistakes and breaking relationship with god and over and over god wanted man to come back to him but man was not able to do it he wasn't strong enough. And these evil spirits went around the world persecuting these people so that they would eventually, they would sin, they would die, and then they would be stuck in hell or death like everyone else. God got really tired of this. in fact, he loved us so much that he didn't like the fact that No one was able to be in friendship with him anymore. And then that man wasn't able to restore this friendship. It was beyond his power. So, God, again, imagine he's in the sky, though he's not literally in the sky, but we're imagining again, remember? God decided, okay, man can't do it, so I'm going to have to do it for them. God sends himself in the form of Jesus. Jesus is not only a man, he's also God. He becomes a man himself. And Jesus comes into enemy territory. So there are evil spirits roaming about the world, and Jesus comes into the middle of it, and he starts casting out demons that are hurting and afflicting people. And this makes Satan really mad, and he's a little bit worried. Maybe I'm going to lose my power over humankind. Jesus continues to cast out demons and He continues to heal people because before Adam and Eve fell, there was no sickness, there was no death. But Jesus started healing people to show that He had power over the body. He had power over life and death. Well, the problem is, the evil spirits still were able to convince people that Jesus wasn't a good idea, that Jesus wasn't a good man and that He should die. These evil spirits convinced certain people to actually put Him to death. And it was the worst possible kind of death, the most painful kind of death that humans had ever invented. And it was being crucified, being nailed to a cross for a long time until at a certain point you couldn't breathe anymore and you would die from suffocation. It was the worst kind of death. But something really, really special happened. When Jesus, who is God and man, died, you see, up until this point, God wasn't in hell. But at this moment, when Jesus died, his soul, like all of the other souls that died before Jesus and after Adam, his soul went down into hell. So imagine this kingdom of hell that's below the surface of the earth. Again, it's not literally below the surface of the earth, but we're imagining, remember? Jesus goes down into hell, and he says, all of these people that died, that did their best to live in a friendship with me, all of these people, I'm taking them with me. And he breaks down the door to hell, and he takes all of the people that belong to him, and he actually takes them up into heaven. Jesus rises from the dead after three days in the tomb and then after 40 days he goes back up into heaven which is not literally in the sky but we're imagining he went up into the sky because it's hard to imagine invisible things. Jesus took all of these people with himself up into heaven and then he wasn't content just to stay up in heaven. He sent down the Holy Spirit upon all of us so that when we are baptized and when we are confirmed we receive this new friendship with God that Adam and Eve lost in the very beginning today we celebrate the way that Jesus was able to go into hell and to defeat Satan and defeat his power over all of us this is a really big deal the weapon that Jesus used against Satan was the cross and it's kind of cool because the cross is like an upside down sword that goes into the ground. And that's just what Jesus did. He t- takes the sword of his love and he pierces the ground and he opens the gates of death so that we have the possibility of rising from the dead to be with him in friendship forever. This is the story. This is our story. It's a true story. Again, we imagine some things to help us understand what's going on because it's hard to understand these things. But this is the story. There is still a battle going on between Satan and all of his bad angels and God, St. Michael, and all of the good angels. We know who wins in the end. The only question is will we be deceived by Satan and all of his companion spirits to not trust God? and to be drawn into sin and death with Him forever, because that's a possibility, we call that hell when we are separated from God because we didn't trust Him and we didn't say that we were sorry for our sins. Or will we trust God? Will we trust Him so much because we look at Him, how much He loved us by dying on the cross, and we can say, this is a God I can trust a God who would not just stay up in the clouds somewhere, but a God who would come to me and suffer for me personally. If we choose to trust in Jesus, if we say we're sorry for our sins, if we commit to praying to Him every day, if we commit to going to Mass at least on Sundays, if we commit to going to confession on a regular basis, we will always be in friendship with Jesus. And we have nothing to fear from Satan And his evil spirits that are always trying to lie to us so that they can destroy us. We have nothing to fear if we are in friendship with Jesus. We know we are in friendship with Jesus because we talk to him and we listen to him. We know we are in friendship with Jesus because we receive him in the Eucharist every time we come to Mass. And we know we have friendship with Jesus because every time we hurt that friendship, we say that we're sorry and we receive his forgiveness. This is what our faith means. It's a true story, but there are a lot of people in our world that are going to try and convince you that this is not a true story, that it's all made up and that Jesus isn't God and he didn't didn't save us and he didn't give us the opportunity to have friendship with God. But that is a lie. Those people have been convinced by Satan and all those evil spirits that the story isn't real. And it's really, really sad when you don't believe that story is real because if that story isn't real, there's no hope. There is only hopelessness. Because at the end of the day, we're all going to die. And the way that we lived according to the story in our life will determine what happens to us after we die. If we don't believe in Jesus and there's no hope and there's there's only pain for all of eternity, if we do believe in Jesus and we trust in Him, and we believe the story, and we live as though the story is real, then we can be happy with Jesus for all of eternity. This is what I want for all of you, and this is what Jesus wants for all of you. And so He is so glad that you're here. And so I'd just like you to repeat after me a couple of lines of a prayer, thanking Jesus for dying for you and making a recommitment of yourself to say, Jesus, I want to live now even more than ever in friendship with you. So if you will, repeat after me, okay? Jesus, thank you for loving me so much. Jesus, thank you for loving me so much. Thank you for dying on a cross for me. Thank you for dying on a cross for me. Thank you for defeating Satan by your cross. Thank you for defeating Satan by your cross. Jesus, I recommit myself to you. Jesus, I recommit myself to you. I'm sorry for all of my sins. I'm sorry for all of my sins. I want to live in friendship with you for the rest of my life. I want to live in friendship with you for the rest of my life. Now let me pray for you. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord, so much. You loved us so much that you died for us, Jesus, and you defeated hell and Satan and death and sin. You defeated all of it when you died on the cross because you were true God and true man. We ask you, Jesus, to send your Holy Spirit down upon us. Restore the friendship that is, is always threatened to be lost from us. Restore the friendship that we have hurt by our actions, by our words, and by our thoughts. Jesus, fill us with Yourself. Especially as we receive You in this Eucharist, help us to recommit ourselves to You. Jesus, we believe in You. Jesus, we believe in the story. Amen.